Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from, with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. About that. So the next question is, what remedies are available for the public? Well, how about a business lawsuit? Somebody who's been kicked off and not allowed to publicize their business or themselves personally. Uh, could they sue the uh we Providers. got to go, Judge. We got to go. The answer is it's a definite maybe, and it may be antitrust as well. Okay. The positive resolution, treat each other better, the world will change, and so will we. Okay, cool. And that's it. Thank you. All right, Judge. See you. KCAA Loma Linda, 1050 AM, 106.5 FM, and now 102.3 FM. NBC News Radio. I'm Brian Shook. Former President Trump is happy with the structure of his upcoming impeachment trial. In a statement, Trump and his legal team praised Senate Republicans for standing strong for due process. Trump adds that the structure will allow his team to outline why they believe it's absurd and unconstitutional to hold an impeachment trial against a private civilian. Democrats in Congress are confident another round of stimulus checks are still in the mix as part of the next COVID relief package. Texas Democratic Congressman Henry Cuellar thinks the next round will be $1,400. Why $1,400? Because even the Republicans were supporting President Trump when President Trump said, well, give me 2000 He also wants the package to include sending a chunk of cash to cities and states. COVID and its restrictions has blown holes in budgets across the country due to a decline in sales tax revenues. Georgia officials are looking into former President Trump's attempts to reverse the state's election results. The office of Georgia's Secretary of State Brad Raffensperger announced the investigation today. The probe will also look into Trump's phone call to the Secretary of State, during which he attempted to persuade Raffensperger find enough votes to declare Trump the winner. The American military is hitting a milestone in the war in Afghanistan. Tom Roberts explains, It has been a full year since a U.S. service member was killed in combat in the country. A pair of Army sergeants were the last to be killed in combat on February 8, 2020. The deaths happened just weeks before the U.S. and the Taliban signed an agreement that would see a full American withdrawal from Afghanistan. I'm Tom Roberts. Texas Land Commissioner George P. Bush is forming a task force meant to defend the oil and gas economy. Bush said the Texas Defense Task Force will aggressively pursue legal action against federal overreach and defend energy sector jobs. You're listening to the latest from NBC News Radio. NBC News Radio, I'm Brian Shook. The Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer is laying out how former President Trump's second impeachment trial will go. Each side will have ample time to make their arguments. 16 hours over two days for the House managers, the same for the former president's counsel. 
If managers decide they want witnesses, there will be a vote on that. A debate on the constitutionality of the proceedings will happen tomorrow with opening arguments starting Wednesday. More Americans are getting the coronavirus vaccine. The CDC says about 10% of Americans have had at least one shot. Fewer have been fully vaccinated with two shots of either vaccine. That number is at nearly 10 million. Lawmakers are looking into how the social media site Parler is funded. The House Oversight Committee wants to know if the Trump organization tried to negotiate to have the former president use it in exchange for a stake in the company. I'm Brian Shook. Now, here's a new concept, digital network advertising, where businesses display your ad inside their building. If a picture's worth a thousand words, your company is going to thrive with digital network advertising. Choose your marketing sites or jump on the DNA system and advertise with all participants. Your business ad or logo is rotated multiple times an hour inside local businesses where people will discover your company. Digital Network Advertising, DNA, a novel way to be seen and remembered. Digital Network Advertising with networks in Redlands and Yucaipa. Call in the 909 area 222-9293 for introductory pricing. That's 909-222-9293 for Digital Network Advertising. One last time, Digital Network Advertising, 909-222-9293. Southern California Edison wants you and your family to be prepared in an emergency. What's in your safety kit? A little preparation can go a long way. You should have an easy-to-reach kit that includes basic necessities like first aid supplies, emergency food, water, medication, and important phone numbers. That's a start, but there's more. Learn about other tools and supplies you can prepare with at SEE.com slash be prepared. The caring staff at Mac Flavor Ingredients reminds everyone to please take the opportunity to give blood. By doing so, you may save the life of a friend, child, elderly person, surgery patient, or an accident victim. So give blood. It's safe, simple, and saves lives. This important reminder is a courtesy of Mac Flavor Ingredients in Riverside, where they care about the safety and welfare of our community. Be a silent hero, and if you can, give the gift of life. Give blood. Oh my. Oh my. You are now tuned in to the Revolution Radio Show. Yo, what it is and what it do, it's your boy Jay Love, and you are officially tuned in to the Revolution Radio Show, aka the Revolution Podcast. As usual, I got my peoples with me. I got Miss Cherie Marlene. What is going on? Hey, everybody. I'm doing good. How are you? And I got Miss Melian in the building. What's up? What's up? Happy Monday. Yes, happy Monday. Today is Monday, February the 8th. It is the eighth day of Black History Month. And I wanted to do something special today due to everything that we're going to be talking about every day. You, As you know, I've been highlighting different people uh, within Black culture. 
uh, that have made a, a difference in the world in some form or fashion. And today, being that uh, we're going to be talking about a lot of things relating to the Asian community, uh, I wanted to give a shout out to our Blasian brothers and sisters, right? Because, uh, and I'm going to say his name wrong, and, and I, I might, I probably shouldn't even say it because I'm probably going to butcher it and just completely destroy this whole situation. But today I wanted to honor Yasuki. Okay. His name is Yasuki. And who he was, was the, the first and actually he technically wasn't the first, but he was like the premier black Japanese samurai. You dig? And uh, I want to read a, a Japanese proverb and it says for a samurai to be brave, he must have a bit of black blood. You dig? That's a Jap, you know. And so after him, uh, his name was uh, again. And I'm please forgive me, y'all, that if I said this wrong. But Yasuki, and his last name was Tamu Ramu Maro. Y'all can laugh at me because I'm stupid. <laughs> but anyways, after him, like the samurai, the Japanese samurai, like they really a lot of their culture came from what he did. He was such an amazing warrior. And uh, you can read more about it. I put a whole thing on him on my Facebook. Uh, I'm sorry, on my we have my Facebook at J Love Official, my Instagram, J Love Official, also the Revolution Radio. I uh, did a whole little thing on his history or whatever. But shout out to the black Japanese samurai that changed the whole samurai culture into our, you know, I just want you to know that black people, we done, you know, our footprint is all around the world. And we related to Asian folks. So we all, we all got, we all kind of related. You dig? So. Um, that was my shout out and my salute for the eighth day of Black History Month. So I hope y'all learned something. You know, I, I hope you learned a little something. You excited that there's a reason why I like uh, sushi so much. James. You know? James. <laughs> <sighs> but listen, we about to get I, I want to jump right in because we're about to get on a serious topic. And so I'm going to let uh, Millian take over here in just a second. So. Um, for me, y'all know that I'm, you know, I am a revolutionary ain't even the word, man. I'm, I'm militant. I'm trying to always be up in something. And in the same way that, you know, I was very loud and very vocal uh, and I still am with the whole Black Lives Matter movement. Um, I was very vocal when it came to uh, a year ago, if you recall, uh, people were attacking the uh, Mexican Palatero man. Um, a lot of these men were getting robbed. And I stood up and and not just me, but I'm just saying uh, I was very vocal about it and saying that, yo, we we and I say we and in that instance, I, I believe as a black man, I could speak for us. We don't we, we don't co-sign that at all, at all as a culture right now. I'm so glad, Melian, you brought this to my attention because I didn't know there's been an issue going on across the country within the Asian community. So can you just kind of tell us what it is? Because I want to make sure that it's represented correctly. Yeah, first and foremost, if for the viewers who don't know, I'm full Vietnamese, you know, I'm um, I'm Asian, I'm a proud Asian, and this past week has been, it's been crazy, it's been good, there's a lot of good, but then there's been a lot of bad things going on, and just as far as in the Asian community, um, there's, I don't know if it's a trend or what's, what, what what's the new thing or what, what it's called, but it's actually not even new, It's it's been happening, especially even more because of COVID, um, like an anti-Asian hate, a lot of anti-Asian hate crimes, but they've been attacking elderly Asians. 
So, um, you know, wow. there's this video that went viral of an 84 year old Thai man uh, that got tackled um, and he died. Um, rest in peace to Vicha and Ratanapakti. Hope I'm saying his name right, but he was 84 up in San Francisco. Um, they just they got it on video too. A 19 year old uh, uh, just tackled him out of nowhere. He was going for his morning walk, tackled him, and he passed away. He was a, a father, a grandfather, and so that video was going viral. And then there are a couple other videos that have been, um, you know, going around too um, of elderly Asian people getting robbed, attacked, and just a lot of hate crime towards Asians. So um, you know, we have a special guest today that. I wanted to bring on with us. And, um, Jay, you got two of those right there. But we yeah, um, he's the founder of Jack Fru. He's he's an entrepreneur. He's he's an overall boss man and just a big voice in the Asian platform. So I wanted to bring David Nguyen from Jack Fru on today. So let's bring David into the um, room with us. What up, David? How you doing? How's it going, guys? Thank you for having Hi, me. Hey, David. Hey, David, man. We so appreciate having you on, man. I'm and I, I just want to say this, man, like for me, and I apologize for that little technical thing. That was my bad. I was trying to do something, trying to be slick. Uh, but, um, man, when I found out about this and then I started looking into it this weekend and I started seeing how, like, do you, I, here's my first question, I guess, for you is, do you have any idea, like, was this a challenge? Was this something, like, where did this start from? Because somehow people are communicating because there's no way that this many people in different cities are doing the exact same thing and somehow it wasn't communicated. Do you know anything about it? I tried looking it up and I, I asked a couple people, people and then they said that um, they have no idea either, but they do remember like a couple of years ago, there was some kind of game or some kind of um, challenge where people were going around. I think it was called knockout, right? And, yeah, yeah, I remember that. And even last year, there was so much crime that people were um, attacking people and recording on camera and so there's also rumors of gang uh, initiations. So um, I think it could also be uh, people going around just shoving people to try to get into gangs, but it's not confirmed for anything yet. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's horrible. So I didn't know anything about it either till Melian um, shed light on it for myself and James. And after I did watch some of the videos and just different things like that, it blew me away because it's, not only not my community, I think we get stuck in our day to day. And so we are not as informed on what's going on around the world. But you guys mentioned uh, San Francisco. Is it only California that you've heard so far for the people that didn't know this was going on either? Um, so I know that right now it's happening. in. Well, there was that man, that Filo that Filipino man. Uh, that was mm -hmm. Filipino man. Uh, where, where is he from? Go ahead, David. L.A., right? No, wait, New York. I think oh, it was New okay. York in this, yeah, oh, okay. in this, yeah, New York in the subway. He got he got his face slashed, you know, yes. from ear to ear. He had to get stitches to New York. But I know it's really it's like, quote unquote, popular or really happening. It's happening a lot in San Francisco, and it it sucks because I know there's a lot of like elderly Asians too, especially. Um, they would be roaming, they would be going shopping right now because of Lunar New Year, which is this week, celebrating this weekend, uh, Chinese Vietnamese New Year. So, you know, they're probably just out shopping or something, you know, not even expecting to be attacked. So that's why definitely, you know, given this platform, I wanted to speak out on it and speak up about it, you know, um, that it's it's not cool. This this ain't a cool trend. It's, it's, I don't know who, you know, who made it cool. Or if you see somebody and you start laughing, because to me, it's like elderly, I think of them like as babies, 
in a way in that sense like it's like somebody tackling a baby you know and that sucks they're they're vulnerable they they can't they can't do anything to you they can't fight back but you're attacking them so to me it's like go ahead well if in any with lucky landslots you can get lucky just about anywhere dearly beloved we are gathered here today to has anyone seen the bride and groom sorry sorry we're here we were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time no lucky land casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry in that case i pronounce you lucky Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Way this is a gang thing, um, and I mean it was a hundred years ago for me now. But you know, as a former gang member, I definitely want to say you know reach out to the OGs. Like check the hood, man. Like yo, this is unacceptable. This you know there was always a code in the streets, right? And so, you know, whatever happens amongst like criminals, gangsters, whatever, like, okay, whatever, like you chose that life, but there was always a code in the streets. Like you don't mess with children. You don't mess with women. You don't, you you don't mess with the elderly. You know what I'm saying? And for this to be potentially, now we're not saying for sure, but potentially some sort of a gang thing, yo, the OGs need to check the hood, man. Like, yo, this, this is not cool. Like we not with this at all. Cause this is, this is, we can't go out and be mad first of all like go and protest or whatever uh police brutality we can't protest you know things going on in the streets we can't protest discrimination and be cool with this like it's just it's not cool at all um uh, my next question for you man like why do you you know uh, because obviously it's closer to home to you like why do you think that maybe we haven't heard more about it in the media um i think a lot of people in the Asian community and like our families are raised to kind of be submissive and quiet in a sense, right? Um, but out of, there's a, a site called Stop AAPI Hate, I believe. Um, they tracked a lot of the stories last year, probably starting from January or February. And I forgot the number, but at one point it got up to like 2,500 or maybe even 3,000 um, hate crimes reported. And so, so that's not even, um, what's unreported, right? There's probably people that are getting attacked, robbed, that are just staying quiet about it because they're either afraid or that's just how they are. You're you're raised, if you get punched in the face, you go home and you stay quiet, right? And so I remember when I was like five years old, or no, 10 years old in fifth grade, I got punched by this, uh, uh, a kid. And um, I kind of didn't know what to do because I never dealt with that situation when I handled it, right? But I had this other half Filipino, half white kid he came in and kicked that guy in the face. And so I, then I learned that I needed to stand up for myself and need to fight back, right? And so I think that's what happened is that we're not we're not speaking up and we're not being vocal about it. You know, like you got the black community, if something happens, you got everyone rallies behind each other. Right. They, they march, right? So. Right. And I was at the march last year too, you know, like if you guys know me, like I'm very, I'm very highly um, influenced by the black culture. I do hip hop. I do, I DJ, I rap. So a lot of my close friends are black. So it's not about like, you know, um, Asians against blacks or in per se in that, but it's about speaking up for what's right, you know, and what's going on right now is not right. So we need our allies. We need, we need people to speak up, you know, speak up. Like, like I was saying, um, last year I was marching peak of the pandemic, right? During around June, 
I was marching. And to me, it wasn't because just because Black Lives Matter. Well, it definitely does. But it's like I'm, I'm standing up for what's right. Right. So a lot of people, they're scared to speak, whether they're, you know, um, Asians, non-Asians speak up. I think they need a whether showing the video clips, let your friends know what's up, speak up, say this ain't right. Um, if it happened to you, speak up. Like I know it's hard, especially David, you were saying we're we're taught to be more submissive, right? We're we don't, we're taught to be like, Shh, don't say anything, just turn the other cheek or you know, deal with it. But I think we need to make it a trend to like stand up for ourselves, stand up to the bully, speak up. Well, and I think even for the rest of us, I mean, because here's the thing. Um, it's important for people of color to uh, stand in solidarity with one another with when we're going through our struggles, because the truth is, you know, it might be you today, but it's me tomorrow. And if it's me tomorrow, it might be someone else the next day. Right. And so it's important that we stand, whether it's black, Latino, Asian, you know, Polynesian, whatever the case is, um, that, that we not only stand with each other in solidarity, but that we're extremely vocal about it. Right. Because, the reason I wanted to have this today on the show is because, um, you know, however many people listen to the show, however many people tune into the show, if, you know, if I didn't know, chances are maybe they didn't know, maybe they Absolutely. hadn't heard about it. And so it's important that the more we talk about it, the more we shed light on it, that yes, we shame the people who are doing this and potentially like kind of put eyes out there, so to speak, like Absolutely. we're now, for example, people film the cops a lot. Right. Mm -hmm. Like it's a thing now to film the, like anytime someone gets pulled over, even if it's like no nothing bad is because we've made people aware of an issue. Well, now we need to make people aware of this issue. Like we need to like put a stop to this ridiculousness like, yo, no more. I mean, I couldn't imagine because here's here's how I feel about it. And this is what I tell people, you know, when people were asking me, I had a lot of white friends in the heat of the summer with all the BLM rallies and everything. Right. And, and I said to them, you know, the reason why I'm so uh, turned up and the reason why I'm so emotional about it is because even if I never met them, if they're on another side of the country, that's my cousin, that's my brother, that's my sister, that's, you know, I, ma I make it personal, right? And so in the same way, I believe that, you know, that's my Asian grandfather, that's my Asian uncle, like we have to make it personal, right? Like we as humanity owe each other that much, right? Like I would lose it. I would completely flip if anybody ever did that to my grandmother, right? So, but it's somebody else's grandmother. So what is not as important, you, you get what I'm saying? And so I think that, you yeah. know, it, you know, we have to be vocal. We have to be loud. We have to find a way, start, you know, whatever. Shoot, if it starts with just three people on a corner saying no more, I don't know. I mean, whatever, like, so let me, what can we do? So the both of you are Asian. What can we do to show you guys solidarity, right? Because like, obviously we might not have the answer, but the answer lies somewhere, you know, it's putting our heads together and, and doing something. So I'm asking as a black man, what can I do to stand in solidarity with you guys? So um, one thing that I saw a couple of days ago was, uh, you know, Mr. Fab, he shared yes. a- um, Happy Davis. Yep. So he, he shared a video and kind of spoke out on it and said, hey, this isn't right and this needs to stop, right? And we need more of that, right? I remember one time last year, um, Cardi B spoke out against it for uh, a minute on her um, IG story. And then people started sharing the video and everything. And so I feel like um, 
we need to come out somehow have these discussions and conversations where um, the black community can kind of connect more with the Asian community and vice versa. So um, one thing that I get a lot, because we have a good amount of black followers and sometimes um, there are other new black people come in and they, they say, wow, I wasn't ever aware of these things going on, right? Or let's say an Asian person doesn't go on um, the shade room or other black outlets, right? Media outlet, right. or even like Revolt or something. And so they don't know what's really going on in, in, um, in those platforms or those communities. And so I think um, being able to hold more discussions in different communities and, because um, what, what I did last year was, uh, whenever there was an attack on one of those uh, Palatero, the people that got hit, or the Mexicans, right, the Hispanics, mm -hmm. yes, I, uh, I would share about it, and people um, kind of like we started getting more Hispanic followers, and and we did that because we'd like them to do it for us too. So, so really, I just what I hear you saying is just come together in unity and just keep sharing. The more people talk about it, hopefully, it just it stops it, right? To yeah. James's point too, just the more we're shedding light and spreading the word, the more eyes are on the situation. Yeah. Well, exactly. and, and to your point, I think one of the things that I was sharing with uh, both Cherie and with, with Melian earlier is I think that it's our generation, really, because not to be, you know, pessimistic, but I just think I don't think an old racist is going to change. Right. Like an older person. I think they're stuck in their ways. They, they believe what they believe. It is what it is. Uh, if you're too young, you kind of don't get it yet. But I think that that age group from like, say, you know, their 20s to the 40s. Right. Is is the group that like we can change because we know that in the past there's been issues between uh, you know the black and the Asian community. There's been issues between the Asian community and the Latino community. But we have the you know for the first time like this generation like we all kick it together. Like we don't have those issues, right? And I think it's our mm -hmm. responsibility more than ever to regardless of what our parents' generation, you know, or our uncles and whatnot. Like regardless of whatever they did or, you know, the, the sins of our father, so to speak. Right. Like we go the extra mile to show that like, yo, we stand, you know, yo, I got mad love for Asians. You feel me? Like Asians got mad love for black culture. Like most of the dopest B-boys are Asian. You know what I mean? Like because I'm an old school hip hop head. Right. Mm -hmm. And so, um, you know, I think that, like you said, I think the more that, you know, you on your end post the things and you know you show your solidarity with different communities and we all do that kind of collectively you know it's almost like a virus that can catch on right within culture because we never know what the thing is that's going to go viral so we just got to kind of keep spitting right kind of guy keep spitting the, the the things out and hope that people catch it that it gets that is contagious right that is airborne and it gets in the air so that's why it was important for me to to you know when when melian brought this up man to bring you on the air and and to really address this issue, you know, and and um, let me let me ask you this. Um, is there a sense of because for a minute and still a little bit, but like for a minute, there was really a sense of fear in the black community. Right. Like um, in terms of to being out in the streets and like, you know, you might be targeted right now by the cops or whatever, or even the paleteros when that was going on, like there was it was like in the air. Right. Is there a sense of fear right now in the Asian community? Like are, are, are people afraid to come out is has this affected people that much? Um, I, I, it's a big concern. So I don't know if you guys know about the uh, the new app it's called Clubhouse, and so it's a I would say a Zoom, but just audio only. 
And so okay. people join on and they talk for like Jay hours. doesn't know about it. He doesn't have an iPhone. Oh, yeah. yeah hey, I'll send you an invite. <laughs> so. but, I don't yeah. have an iPhone, man. I have a real phone, an Android. Y'all, y'all be doing that, that crazy iPhone stuff. So the I think they're gonna go probably uh, mainstream and have everyone download probably in a month or two. Okay. But right now it's it's invite only. And then there, two three days ago, um, two actors Daniel Wu and Daniel Day Kim got together and they posted an announcement saying that we're gonna put in a total of twenty five thousand or something to for any information um, as a reward for anyone that comes through. And wow, sell. wow, that's yeah, their own their own money and. Wow. Um, so they put together a clubhouse room, and then there was about three thousand people that joined. And you had people from different communities. Like, there's a good a handful of um, black uh, black people that came. There was um, Lupe Fiasco, I believe he joined too. Wow. Uh, you know, Jin. Jin MC was Jin was in the room. Jin, yeah. Jin. Oh, yeah. I love Jin, man. Were you in there, Milan? No, we are. Uh, partially, yeah. I was actually um, on on set, so I was trying to in and out. I was on set. Yeah, but so yeah. they they were just uh, talking and then kind of like saying, "What can we do now, and what actions can we take?" So it lasted about four hours. Okay, so I asked you this earlier, but I think it's important for everyone else to hear because I hear you guys talking about again the, um, well, aside from what you just said, most of it if is you, within the Asian community. That, okay, I'm sorry, Sheree. Please okay. forgive me. If you can hold that thought, we're just gonna pay a couple bills real quick and then. Ask him that question as soon as you get back because, you know, okay. we're trying to stay on the air and, you know, we got to pay some bills. So really fast. Not that that's more important because people are more important. I'm just talking. We, we got you. We got you. <laughs> Without even lifting a finger, achieve the body of your dreams. You're perfect the way that you are. But if you've been struggling to tone up and love your body, there's something that can help you get there. Put down the box of chocolates and pick up a wrap. <laughs> no, not that kind. A wrap that you can wear. That's a gym in a box. The core wrap, the best body shaper anywhere. It features ultimate performance technology. Tone up 15 to firm tone and strengthen your abs as it shapes your waist. I mean, can you think of a better Valentine's gift to love yourself with? What are you waiting for? And in honor of Valentine's Day, from today, February 5th through the 10th, get a special discount of 10% off and have Jim in a Box delivered. That's Jim in a Box. Go to JimInABox.LA to get yours now. That's JimInABox.LA because you deserve your dream body. If you just tuned in, you are listening to the Revolution Radio Show, a.k.a. the Revolution Podcast, live on 102.3 FM KCAA in the Inland Empire. Uh, We're talking about a lot of really important things going on right now in the Asian community. And before we left, uh, Sheree, you had a question that you were about to ask. Yes, the question I have, and we spoke about this before going live, but I know um, it's important for everybody to hear because I felt like I felt empowered by the answer. And that is, why is... Why isn't this being covered on mainstream news? Um, so uh, last year, I worked pretty closely with uh, Dion Lim. She's with ABC News, and she gets a lot of the stories that I get sent in and vice versa, right? And sometimes mm-hmm. I would report or share a story first, and then she would hear about it and start uh, reporting on it and investigating and really getting the story out there, right? So we kind of like went hand in hand where she covered the mainstream and we covered like the uh, social media um, aspect of it. And so one t- uh, I asked her in a, a, an interview and she mentioned that she believes a lot of news stations don't have the 
resources. And I'm not too sure what that means. I believe it's it's um as in they were Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. They have priorities and certain stories that they talk about and cover. And so I think Asians are just kind of like at the bottom of the ladder in a sense where we're not covered when 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 the black man gets shot by a white cop that's boom that's right but then you never really hear about white people getting killed or shot right and then when you hear um a an asian person getting pushed or hit you do, it doesn't really get covered so i believe that to me i think mainstream media is kind of uh programmed to tell stories a certain way or highlight certain topics more than others and um so Dion told me that she um, had to run stories through to the producer and get approval first. And so now they're starting to highlight and cover a lot more. And she's kind of really leading the way in that right now. Got it. The reason why I felt like it's important for everybody to hear is because it really does reiterate that it's up to us, the community, to get it out there, that we can't depend on mainstream to cover everything. And I know most of us know that, but I think we constantly need to be reminded of it. Um, Because even though that's in my face, um, just hearing you say it, almost put like a, it just, it encouraged and empowered me to be that extra voice. So I just want to do the same to our, for our listeners. Well, if, if I could add to that though, I, I want to just a little bit, not, not necessarily disagree, but I firmly believe the reason this isn't being covered more is because it's partially because of the systemic racism that is a part of this country, that is a part of the media that, you know, blatantly, Asian stories don't count because it doesn't count to the mainstream media, which happens to be predominantly run by white men and not that white men are evil. But we know that, you know, again, the systemic racism that is a part of the culture in this country has dictated that throughout the the, the history of this country. Like, right. Like, I mean, we know that this being Black History Month. Right. I've been talking about how, you know, and I'm continuing like, yo, black people built this country. It's because of us. But the truth is a great portion of this country was built because of because of the Chinese. If it wasn't for Asians, like, you know, we wouldn't have the infrastructure. They built the railroad tracks. Yeah. Which changed not just the country, but the world. And so from day one, like there has been a systematic approach in this country to, you know, diminish the influence and diminish. Like I remember growing up, um, I was into Bruce Lee, right? And, and not to kind of sidetrack, but I remember it was a big deal when I found out that Bruce Lee was supposed to be the star of Kung Fu, but they didn't give it to him because he was too Chinese. I'm like, how does that make sense? Like, he's this Kung Fu. How does the Chinese, the Chinese dude not get the, you know what I mean? So I just think that that's why we need to be loud and, and kind of really, you know, the reason why black people get so much attention right now is because we've been yelling and yelling and yelling and yelling you know, for 40, 50 years, you know? And so, so I think go does it, go, it doesn't go back to what David said. It's just as their culture is just to be more quiet and not so vocal. So that's why this is being silenced. Is that what you're saying? Because everything's what, according to you, ran by the white it's man. A big, so. It's a big part. Of, it's a big part of it. So then, it's, it's kind of a combination of everything. Yeah. So then damn it, I'm going to be loud for David. Then if he ain't loud, I'm going to be loud. 
You know what I mean? I'm going to be loud and say, Oh, hey. David is loud. David's posting the videos. David's here with us. He could be doing so much more. David's loud. He's on the radio right now with us. If you guys follow, uh, make sure you guys follow him on Jackfruit, F-R-O-O-T. Um, he's showing videos. He's definitely making it known for people who don't know about it. So we thank you, David, for, you know, being the voice for the voiceless, for coming on and speaking. Yes. And yeah, thank you. You, we know you're super busy. Like we mentioned, you're an entrepreneur. You got like all these type of different businesses. So we thank Thank you for, you know, taking time out of your day to come on the air and let people know what's going on. And, you know, and I want to talk about your businesses. You know what I mean? But we're going to throw to another commercial real quick. But when we come back, I want to ask you about what it is you're doing, because I think part of it as well is actually supporting. Right. It's supporting one another. So, you know, uh, obviously, if we you know, your business needs to be important. Right. Not just the, the struggle. But the things that you're doing good. So I definitely want to talk about that. We're going to cut to this commercial then we'll come back and we're going to talk about what it is you do. Okay. Do you have a business that depends greatly upon your clientele base having access to cash, like a dispensary or a barbershop? Or maybe you're in the market for one of the new cutting-edge Bitcoin ATMs or self-serve kiosk machines. Whatever your ATM needs are, contact my man Guy, the ATM Guy, at 855-4-ATM-GUY. That's 855-4-ATM-GUY. Or online at www.theatmguy.net. Yo, if you just tuned in, once again, you are tuned in to the Revolution Radio Show, a.k.a. the Revolution Podcast. I am Jay Love. I am here with my co-host, Ms. Melian and Ms. Cherie Marlene. And we got a very special guest, David Nguyen, in the studio. Well, kind of in the studio with us, right? Like, But he's live with us either way. And we were talking about a lot of issues going on with the Asian community. Uh, but in, in solid standing in solidarity and in support, uh, what exactly is Jackfruit and what do you do so people can kind of get hip to the whole situation? Um, so Jackfruit started as a passion project or a hobby in a sense for us. This was back in 2011 when we launched with two other uh, friends. They're no longer part of the brand, but they, um, you know, they got other focuses to take care of. And so I decided that I wanted to continue growing this and really take off. So if you think of Jackfruit, um, there's not really a media outlet right now that's uh, really representing for Asians, um, like in a like a really the right way or like a mainstream way in a sense. So the black community they have like uh, BET, you guys got Revolt, you guys got the Shade Room. Um, uh, Latinos they have what Telemundo, um, what else? Right. And then Asians, there back then ten years ago there was like nothing really, right? There was a lot of rising Asian talent from. Uh, YouTubers, singers, and everything, but then it was kind of like a um, a missing part of the world. And so we got together. We were at Tapioca, some bubble shop, and we were like, "Let's come up with a, a name." And so we thought of a fruit, and we changed the spelling with attack two O's because roots, as in your culture, where'd you where'd you come from, where's your ancestors from, right? So that's how we came up with the spelling and made it unique. Um, so right now we are working in, on uh, building uh, a new team and probably relaunching a new site by summer. And so uh, there's also two the potential big investors that want to come in and uh, help scale this so that we could really take leaps and you know move faster and cover more ground. So I think this year is going to be very exciting and um, we're going to be probably doing a lot of different um content in terms of probably podcasts, videos and everything and more interviews with people. That's dope, man. Very That's cool. dope. 
who who are uh so if i i just want to make sure i understood it correctly so you're kind of like in the space of and i i don't want to call it the asian quote unquote whatever but just to you you know what i mean like a revolt or a you know uh uh, uh um why is my mind see this happens to me i guess <laughs> asian, asian um like the shade like room, like the shade room, room, like shade room. room. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, so who are some of like the major like upcoming uh, Asian talent that that you guys have either worked with or you plan on working with that that are like really upcoming and, and about to do some big things? Um, there's a lot besides of Melion. Melion. Yeah, besides Melion. There's a lot of comedians. Um, there's a lot of uh, artists, rap artists, um, singers that are coming up. There's some from Canada that I think that has a lot of potential then they're, they're so talented that they don't have this platform or this, this, you know, no one's pushing them because it's, mm -hmm. it's like no one's showing that they're Asian. Yeah. Let's, let's be real. Yeah. So let me ask you this. What, what do you want us to know about the Asian community that we might not know? Because for the most part, most of us, right. Are fed in general stereotypes of one another. Right. Mm -hmm. What do you want us to understand about the Asian community and Asian people that we might not know? Um, I, I think about the, the when you think about Asian community, they people have this the minority myth that we're smart, we're um, we're already like looking, sounding a certain way, and um, I want people to know like there's so much more if you really dig down deep into these roots and really kind of like learn what people are all about, right? And then, so that's that's kind of what's been hiding for the past, well, uh, majority of Asians were like, like what? 10% of America right now, or 11 or something, right? And so uh, we aren't given that spotlight right now. So a lot of actors are, are fighting and pushing through, but then a lot of them are moving away to China or Asia to oh, produce, wow produce movies because there's no opportunity here, right? And it's it's wow. so controlled. So, you know, I want people to know that we we do have a lot of talent and there's a lot of like things on the rise right now that people are working on. So it's gonna be a lot of effort from everyone. So and I've and, been casting in a couple like small films and short films and they always for some reason wanted me to be like the nail salon lady. Oh. Or, you know, the stereotypical Asian role kind of thing, yeah. you know, so just getting rid of that, you know, um, stereotype, <laughs> Jay, he mentioned last week, but, you know, just that we don't all do nails, you know, um, we're loyal, we're hardworking, we're fierce, you know, um, we're human beings, we're people, we work hard as well, we, we're, my, we're a minority as well, we're, we're trying to make our parents proud as well, we're trying to make, you know, a life, life here in America, you know, because I'm a first generation here in America. My parents are from Vietnam, and I don't know if, wow. you know, some of my friends that are listening but um, know this, but I was actually really bullied when I was younger for being Asian. I lived in a prim primarily a Latino and a black community, and I was, I got jumped in fourth grade. I remember still the girls, they were, um, they were calling me China, China, Macarena, like they were saying like little mean things, Shanita, calling me Chinese girl. And uh, I got jumped. I, you know, they, they hit me from behind and a couple girls, you know, and I was a little, I, ha I was a little helpless. You know, I felt a little helpless. I remember walking home and, um, you know, holding my stomach. I had a shoe print on my stomach and my mom, she didn't even know English. She grabbed the key. She didn't even know how to drive. She didn't have her driver's license. Mm -hmm. And uh, she drove to my school and she 
to her best ability. I love you, mom. Um, you know, cussed out the principal and assistant principal and was like my my daughter, you know, like showing told told me to lift up my shirt to show the shoe print that was still on my stomach that they like stomped me from and you know just to show that like you know my mom wasn't gonna my mom wasn't gonna have it not only did she go to the school actually she went to both of the girls house because they lived down the street from where um I lived so you know back then all the kids played out in the streets played out um until the lights came on so my mom went to both of their houses to um you know talk to their, their moms about it it's bit the best way she can you know so I've all growing up as for me personally, like I have to speak up if something's right, not right or something, you know, and that's remember we and what Melion means. One is the last three letters of Melion is being the chosen one, the one that stands out or stands up for what you believe in. Speak up, you know. So mm -hmm. um, for any Asians out there that are, are listening or anyone in general, like, you know, don't be scared, one, to be yourself, but also to stand up for what's right. Speak up, you know, be the voice for the voiceless. So, yeah, once again, David, we want to thank you again for you know, coming on the show with us. Thank you for having me. Well, definitely. And I got, I definitely have more questions on Jack for real quick. We're going to, we're going to pay one more bill. We're going to show this last commercial and then we can come back and we, cause we want to <laughs> find out where we can go check out Jack through that, uh, you know, all that kind of stuff, your little URLs and everything. Exotics wellness from massage oils to bath bombs, from drops to pain bombs, everything you need in exotic CBD wellness. Go to www.queenexotics.com. That's www.queenxotics.com or Queen Exotics on Instagram. If you're just tuning in, you're getting towards the tail end of the show. This is the Revolution Radio Show, a.k.a. the Revolution Podcast, live on 102.3 FM KCAA in the Inland Empire and worldwide everywhere else. Uh, we have a very special guest with us today. His name is David Newwin, and he is one of the co-founders and the CEO of an amazing company uh, called Jackfruit. And so we want to see where we can check this out. It's, it's a great platform. Uh, you guys can find some amazing, uh, you know, Asian uh, artists, actors, a whole bunch of other really cool stuff. So uh, where can we find, like, if we want to go check everything out, what, uh, where are you at? Like, I'm assuming Instagram, right? Yeah, so you can just search us up on um, Instagram, type in Jackfruit. We are on Facebook, too, and then um, we're going to be relaunching a new site probably in a couple of months to get more coverage and everything. And so, and, and, and one last time, let me ask you this. Where, where do you hope to see Jackfruit, let's say, in five years from now? Um, in five years, I hope to really be pushing a lot of entertainers, actors, singers, and really kind of being the um, ship that helps sell um, success forward for Asians, right? Because right now there's no um, one-stop shop and there's no place to go to when you want to look for um, all these entertainers or people that are on the rise or are, are doing amazing things, right? And so we, I feel like we have a name, and so it's different, unique, and it stands out. So that's one of the reasons why I never kind of let go of this project because it's this name feels like it's a, a representation of people that have big dreams, and I want to help people make it come true. I love awesome, that. man. So let me ask you this, man. If, if there's thank one you for not thing. giving up, David, because you mentioned that your page. Go ahead. Oh, you, you mentioned that your page. Um, got reported and you had like a hundred K followers and you know, it went down. You have to start basically from new. So for those that don't know the, so thank you for continuing that, you know, not giving up, like you said, continuing building that. 
Absolutely. Yeah, our main, our main page is down right now, but I think hopefully um, our insiders can bring it back up in a week or two. Well, uh, may, let me ask you this, because I, I like to ask this to guests, right? And so, um, you know, but God forbid, we don't want nothing to happen to you, right? But if this is the, you know, the one of the last times that people uh, get a chance to hear your voice, right? What would you want to leave people with? What would you want to be known as in your legacy to be, man, if, if this was one of the last opportunities you had to kind of share your voice with the world? Um, I would tell people to always chase after your passion and your, your dreams, right? Um, even if you're doing something, even if you weren't getting paid for it, right? What if we all got paid the same thing? Um, don't let anyone tell you you can't do something. Always like use that feel when they say, oh, I don't believe you, you're not gonna do it. Use that as fuel to your fire yeah. and really, really um, use that as your passion to continue chasing it, right? And um, so people give up and I wanna tell people don't give up because sometimes success is like right around the corner. Man, that, that's, that's definitely the word that, right yeah. there. Don't give up no matter what's going on. Ladies, do you have anything else you wanna ask David before we uh, start to make our exit out of here. No, I just wanted to thank you again um, for shedding light because it was a huge eye opener for me. And I'm glad to know your page now. Definitely be following and sharing so my um, followers can do the same. Ms. Melian. And David, um, once again, want to thank you. I want to know, like, how does your family support you or do they support you or like throughout this whole journey? Have they just began supporting you? Um, my dad's really supportive uh, right now. And I remember when I was 18 or 19 and I didn't know what I wanted to do in um, college, right? So I saw this girl with a book that said advertising. And so I jumped into the whole advertising media game and journalism and everything. And then I told my dad, one day he called me from work. He's like, what, what are you gonna major in? I said, I'm gonna do advertising and marketing. And his response was, oh, you can't do that, you're, you're Asian. And so I just kind of froze, I was like, wait a minute, you're my dad, shouldn't you support what I'm doing, right? And and so they have this stereotype where success can only be found when you're a um, doctor, lawyer, or engineer, right? Wow. And so I'm a, I went down this route and continued to kind of just really doing what I want and what feels right. And so, you know, um, I, my family now kind of supports it in the seat now and the seat of growth and where um, I want to kind of drive this direction to. So. Yeah, um, it's kind of like changing things. <laughs> so I guess really quickly, then my follow-up yeah, yeah. question for that is, where did you get your drive from? Like, where where did that come from? Because I know parents are a huge um, part of what drives us when, in our younger years. So where did the, I don't know, the fuel inside of you to go against what was being told to you? Where'd that come from? To, to me, um, I always believe that parents always want you to be happy, right? But then you can't be happy when you're trying to do what they want, right? This is your life, not theirs. And a lot right. of people, they I have friends that are engineers or doctors, and sometimes they're miserable, they're stressed, they go mm -hmm. to work and they go every day, they hate doing what they, wow. you know, the job. And so I don't want, I don't want to be like that. And I, I wanted to, whether, if I'm going to be broke, I want to be doing something I love, right? Because we have this one life that's so short. And if yeah. we're not, if we're wasting every day going to something that you hate, what's the point of living then, you know? Man, yeah. well, I think. I think you and uh, Melian, I mean, all of us really, but are leaders in that. Because I feel like I've probably heard that same thing come from Melian as well. So awesome. thank you both for your passion. 
Yeah, I'm a, I'm a, I'm, I'm definitely a big believer in that. Um, I agree with you. Like my parents actually wanted me to be a, a, a lawyer or a doctor. And in the beginning, I'm not going to lie, they didn't really support me. I went to UC San Diego. I, I'm the first one in my family to get accepted and attend a, a university. And then I tell them, um, I'm going to be a rapper. Like I'm going to fully pursue music, <laughs> entertainment. And they were like, what? Like I remember like, like I was just like, I'm moving to LA from San Diego. I'm like, and it was crazy because I was living on campus. Um, food is right down. I'm right by the beach on in La Jolla, and everything was great. Every you know. Um, but then when I moved to LA, I lived in a studio with a bunk bed with another roommate. So it was a, a small studio. And for breakfast, I had like Fruit Loops. Uh, lunch, I had Fruity Pebbles, and then dinner to to make things a little spicy. I mixed it up, and I was the happiest person. Like I was broke. I was yeah. you know I was living yeah. in a but, studio, see, but I was one of the happiest people. Okay, but on behalf it's of okay. parents, though, on behalf of parents, I get that. Like, <laughs> I want my boys to do what they love, but you just want your kids to always, like, we, we want to know as parents, if we leave this earth tomorrow, you're going to be okay. So we, I, I get that direction, but mm -hmm. hearing you guys is so inspiring as well. So I'm hearing you guys as being inspired and also from a parent perspective for my own kids, you don't even realize you're inspiring me there and just to really hear them out too. So that's for the parents out there. We need to, we need to encourage our yeah, kids right? to do what makes them happy. But again, to defend both of your parents, I get it. I totally get it. But you know what it is? You can't substitute the struggle. There's things that the struggle will teach you. The school True. never can. You can't get an education in grind. You can't, there's no class for hustle. There's no class of stick to it. Stick but, to it. If but parents want to protect their children from the hardship that they went through, which is, I guess, the catch 22. Right. Because to your point, you have to. Well, yeah. And and so and the thing is, this is what the analogy I always give. It's like the butterfly. Right. The butterfly, you know, the, the caterpillar goes into the cocoon and the process of coming out of the cocoon and becoming a butterfly is actually extremely an extremely painful process. But if you were to go in and assist the caterpillar and coming out of the cocoon and kind of slice it open for them and make it easy. You would end up killing that. You would end up killing it. It would never have its full potential, it would never have the strength enough to fly because it's the struggle in there when mm -hmm. it's having to break out that gives the wings the strength for it to fly, right? Yep. So I'm kind of deep. I, you know, I, I just dropped some. Drop but, some but see, some from, a <laughs> from a parent perspective, it makes sense here. Like, I get you. I'm with you. I agree with you but we have this natural instinct to want to protect and make everything nice and fluffy for our offspring. So I get that side too. No, I get, I don't, I get, cause you know, I remember my mom, she flipped out. I moved to California from Albuquerque, New Mexico when I was 18 years old with a backpack and $365 in a dream. I figured I got a dollar for each day. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, but I'm here, you know what I mean? And I've traveled the world. I've done some amazing things. You know what I'm saying? And so um, I think for all of us, whether the, the struggle is being, it's a gender struggle, is you being female, whether the struggle is being Asian or being black, whether the struggle is being young and misunderstood, you know, which leads me to my final point, right? Like, uh, first of all, I want to say that, you know, it, it, it was important that we had this conversation. Uh, there's a scripture in the Bible where it talks about that there's no greater love that a man can show than laying down his life for his brother, right? And I think, you know, every day we we can, we have the ability to lay down our life for one another in the sense of just little things, you know what I mean? Speaking out, doing this, right? You know, posting, you know, a lot of people say oh, posting isn't important, but it is. 
right? Because you can literally, in the click of a button, get your, your message out to the world. So in those little things, you know, we can definitely lay down our life for our brothers, right? And so what I want to do is just admonish everyone. Look, look, I know that we all have things going on. We just came out of the craziest year in the history of our lives, right? 2020. 2021 started out a little funky as well. And I know it's very easy to get caught up in our own thing, in our own issues, in our own problems. But I think that if we have the awareness to know around us that we're not the only ones going through something, number one, not only does it make our struggle easier because we understand it's not just me, like I'm not alone in this, right? Like I don't want Asian people to feel that they're alone in their struggle. We got you. We got your back. You feel me? In the same way that we, when we were going through everything, it felt good to see people like it was weird at first, but it felt good to see people stand in solidarity with us on the whole Black Lives Matter thing. You know, when women with the whole, you know, me too thing, right? I, you know, I know that a lot of women shared with me that like it, it, it felt good to finally be listened to, right? And, and so what I want to, what I'm hoping, right, for all of us, when we talk about the revolution, the revolution for us is revol revolutionizing the way we think. You know, a lot of us were raised a certain way. And even though, you know, we've said this before, our parents meant well, right? Parents mean well. It's not always correct, right? We have to revolutionize the way Absolutely. we think, the, the things that we believed were true, right? The things that we believed were correct that are not. We have to revolutionize the way we talk to one another, revolutionize the way we live. Uh, you know, in my revolutionize the way we eat because it could kill you, literally. <laughs> um, and so, you know, uh, our hope is, is that you go away from this show every day just a little bit better, like just a little, you gained a little bit of something in your life that just is that much more to be like, whoo, this, I can do this thing, right? And, and I keep saying this, 2021 is going to be 2020 win, right? We done already won, you know what I'm saying? And so for everybody out there, definitely go check out my man, David, go check out Jackfruit, you know, again, it's at jackfruit is spelled and and there's a little special at the end of it so it's j-a-c-k-f-r-o-o-t-x on instagram go check him out check out what he got going on you might even you know find out find some some new uh music that you like some new entertainment that you like um go check it out be a supporter um you know even just and david before you ahead. leave yeah david before you leave actually uh this uh, whole thing is affecting a lot of my, you know, close friends um, mentally, even. What would you advise to them or what would you tell people in community that are being affected by this? They're either scared for their grandparents or they're angry or feeling some type of way. What would you tell them right now if they're listening? Um, I would say continue using your, like, these tools. You still like, got David there? Oh, yeah. Can you hear me? Yes. Yeah, so I would say continue trying to use tools that you have uh, available, right? Social media, um, uh, your phone. If you see an incident, uh, record it, capture it, or speak up, right? A lot of people, they would see something, they would not say anything. Um, educate your family members. Cause, so right now what's, what's happening also is that there's anti-Blackness happening because of what they see, right? And so I want people to know that uh, not, not all Asians just don't like people before their skin color, right? Because there's some people that, that do, but then I'm trying to educate them that that's not okay to do it. So right now it's just really trying to create the awareness, telling your families about what's going on 
but making sure that you, you shouldn't hate a race for the actions of a couple of individuals, right? You should just try to hate those people for what they did, right? Specifically those those people. So, yeah. Word, and I appreciate that, man, because- It's like the I'm actions, saying, not the skin color, yeah. You know, because it's, it's very easy to get upset at just and blanket one group of people. And then now we in a situation where every every person of whatever, you know, ethnicity is fill in the blank. Right. Mm -hmm. And so I think us getting past that. But, I, you know, man, again, I got to say this again. Thank you so much for coming on the show. We really enjoyed having you, man. I, I hope that we enlighten some folks out there. I hope that we shed some light on some stuff. And I, I hope that. uh you know, people come away from this, you know, being a little bit, a little bit more understanding and a little bit more open to people who might look different than what they look like. Right. And, and, uh, and so I think that, you know, if we just make, I, I want to put a challenge out there. If this thing was a challenge, uh, I know it's COVID and we can't really like hug people or stuff like that, like rent, but just, you know, just, you know, uh, and, and, and I hope that this is taken as a, as a sign of respect. But, I, you know, I notice uh, Asian people bow a lot when they greet each other. Yo, for all of my non-Asian people, when you see an Asian person, just go over to them and bow and smile. Just let them know, like, hey, I got you. You know what I mean? That's one small thing that I think we can do that everyone can afford to do. You know what I mean? That can hopefully spread a little bit of love in this world. Man, we got two minutes. Sheree Marlene, you got something to say before we get out of here? Nope. I love the show. Thank you again, David. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. Miss Melian, you got something to say for me? Appreciate we you, out. David. Thank you again. We definitely gotta, yeah, we definitely gotta connect when you come back down here. One last thing I want to ask, because I know you're up there in NorCal right now. Are there rallies going on right now, or what's is there anything going on commotion wise? Um, I did uh, Oakland. I think over the past weekend they had like a small um, event, probably like a hundred people or something. Um, SF people are in talks of setting something up big right now, but I don't know who's going to be stepping forward and really leading it right now so um i think there's gonna be another group this week or a, a chat talking about it so you'll probably hear us post stuff sometime soon well again man thank you so much okay. yo much love to the asian community shout outs to all of y'all man this was the revolution radio show aka the revolution podcast i am jay love along with sheree marlene and melian and we want to encourage you like we do every single day you know I mean, day in and day out, Monday through Friday from 5 p.m. to 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on 102.3 KCAA. Reach for your best. Reach for success. But most of all, reach for God because God is love and love is everything, man. Yo, we're going to see you tomorrow. Same bad time, same bad channel. Make sure you show somebody some love, man. Yo, it's the revolution, man. We out of here, but we ain't gone. KCAA Loma Linda, 1050 AM, 106.5 FM, and now 102.3 FM.